Thanks for tuning in to our first in between episode. Before we start, we wanted to give a content warning because this episode contains fictional depictions of suicide. If this is a trigger for you, then we advise you to skip this episode. Also, we make a reference to something that was cut out in episode 1, so apologies in advance for the lack of continuity, and here's the episode. Welcome to the first in-between episode of Murder on Silk Road. This is the in-between episodes, so between the proper episodes where we uh, talk about our cases, our stories, where we just talk about something a bit more, something that's not that heavy and can, you know, take our minds off the bad things in life. Yeah, and is that too it depressing? might be connected. <laughs> it might be connected to our cases. It might not be, depending on if we find something that could be interesting to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so typically the person who hosts the in-between is also the person who presented a case that particular week, and so this time it's me. Um, and in our introduction, our first episode, uh, I mentioned, or I think Angela brought it up, where I used to do a lot of detective games, where I was really into detectives and spy stuff as a kid. And I think we forgot to mention in the main episode that this was when I was probably under the age of 12 and not above, so I'm not running around as an adult um, playing detective. I wish I could, though. (laughs) I wish I could. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, but so some of the things I was really into back then were these detective mystery riddles. I'm not sure if you've done any of those before. Uh, Depends what you mean exactly. It's basically where I present you with a question, I present you with, these are the things that happened, how did this happen, or who is the murderer in this case, kind of. Okay. Sorry, I know one of those. Like, it's it's quite, it was quite the thing in China before. Oh, really? So you have one case, you know, or one, I suppose, one riddle. Ish, it's like a lot of cases, but I remember there was one like, oh, this person jumped from which floor, and like... The other mm. person was doing this on the second floor, and the third person was doing this, and then who was the person who was? Yeah, like yeah. That, you know. Yeah, basically something okay. like that. So, so mm-hmm. are you going to present us with one of these? Yeah. So I'm riddles? going to. I have. Uh, let me see. One, two, three, four, five riddles prepared, and I was thinking that you know, you and the listeners could try to figure it out they're usually a little silly sometimes or once you know the answer it's very easy but you know maybe (laughs) maybe some of them are a bit dumb but you'll see i like this and i i am curious i'm very looking forward to this yeah so i'm going to actually read these riddles word by word i found them found them on the internet but the thing was that they were the, the exact same riddles were on multiple different websites so i think they're more just um, well-known ones and it's hard to find a particular person who created them or okay. locate the real source so so yeah I'm not I guess I am plagiarizing in a sense I'm just reading off the internet but hopefully you don't know these <laughs> cases yet and it's just a fun little thing we can do let's go for this in-between episode let's go okay um, all right so at the crime scene the police found a cassette recorder and a gun in a dead man's hand After playing the cassette, they heard the man's voice singing, 
I have committed sins and have nothing to live for, and a gunshot. Even then, police knew it wasn't a suicide, but a murder. How? Well, okay, my first guess is just because it's a man's voice on the recording doesn't mean it's the recording of the man who is laying dead on the floor. Mm, that's a good point. That's not the answer, but it's definitely a good point. But let's just assume that it was his voice. Let's say the police knew that guy. And he knows, yeah, that's his voice. Hmm. But yeah, you brought up a really good point. That you, like, <laughs> if you. it's a random police, then you don't know if that's his voice in the first place. But the answer to this riddle does hey, not have to wait, do wait, with wait, the voice. Wait, 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 wait. Give, yeah. give, us, give, us, give us a couple of minutes. Give us more no, than no, one. I'm not telling you the answer. I'm just saying that I'm just saying it's not the voice. Oh, okay. It's not the yeah. voice. So it's how do they know that it's murder, not suicide? Yes. The way was it the which, gunshot like was angled? Nope. Or like the hand that was holding the gun isn't his dominant hand? Nope. So do focus on the recording. That's the whole that's the only clue you have. So we don't assuming that the gunshot looks right like he pointed at his own um own head and he pulled the trigger like everything looks right with regards to the the gunshot or the gun. Could you repeat the Yes, please. Yes, okay. So at the crime scene, the police, they found a cassette recorder and a gun. So the dead man, he's holding a cassette recorder and a gun. And then they play the cassette and they hear the, the man who's dead, his voice saying, I've committed sins and have nothing to live for. And then bang, the gunshot. And at this point, the police, he knew that this was not a suicide, but actually a murder. Because it's a confession. I've mm, committed sins. And have nothing to he live couldn't for. Have, he couldn't have recorded and shot himself at the same time? Very close. You're on the right track, but he could have, he could have recorded and shot himself. Hmm. But what could he not do? How could he not? End the recording. Oh, fuck! End the recording and... Oh! I mean, you're pretty much there, but... Okay. Do you want to do like a final guess at what and, the complete ooh, answer is? And the recording is? and rewind it back to the beginning? Yes, exactly. <gasps> Yay! Yes! That's not fair because I just woke up. Anyways, <laughs> this is a very good wake-up brain practice. That's, That's true. true. Go, 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 go. Next one? Okay, all right. Quite, yeah. Fighty, fighty. All right. A couple went on holiday for three weeks. They carefully locked their house and had a neighbor check on the place while they were gone. When they returned, the wife was distressed to learn that, because of a power failure, she had lost all her fine jewelry. She had hidden the jewelry in what she thought was a very safe place. She was not robbed. Her jewelry was lost by accident. Why? She was not what? She was not robbed. The house, nobody came in to rob the house. She was not robbed. She was not and robbed. she had yes. hidden it? And it, she had hidden it. And it wasn't mm -hmm. stolen, but it was an accident because the power went out, you said. Yes, yes. So the power went out. So that means devices, like... It was burnt. Uh, it melted. Her jewelry melted. <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh yeah, then the fridge wouldn't, like, stay cold and stuff would melt, but that doesn't really make sense with jewelry. Um, well, you guys are actually not that far off, so keep going in this direction. Oh? It melted? 
Well, it doesn't melt, but... It got flushed down the bathroom. <laughs> no. It didn't melt, but someone... Well, actually, that would be too much of a hint. But but you're on the right tracks when, you know, power, failure, fridge... And then you throw melt. things away because they rot. Mm-hmm. And then you have to... Oh, yes. did... And then, but then she hit it with... Oh, an, did the, the neighbor accidentally throw stuff away because, yeah stuff in the fridge was going bad and she'd hidden it yes like she'd frozen yes. it so, and hidden it or something exactly so she basically hid it in the freezer in a bag so you, you can't tell you just think it's frozen food and then when the power went out and the freezer gone went off then the neighbor he thought he was doing them a favor oh, no. and just threw everything in the freezer away but uh, yeah i mean I got it again well-meaning neighbor but that sucks yes well, it's not real, so... No yeah, way. but still. Like, you even hy- hypothetically. Oh, wow, we'd be such yes. good detectives. <laughs> but honestly, exactly. that happens. Like, it's quite common mm-hmm. for people like me who's messy. Not like... As in, like... I always feel like whenever I lose something, I always feel like I accidentally threw it in the trash. <laughs> yeah, and that's especially true. right before, like... Right after I took out the trash, I'll feel like... Hmm. Fuck, did I throw my ID in the trash? Why? Just Did you ever do it though? No, not. Uh, yes. No, it's just. Yes, actually. Really? Yes. <laughs> when I was like unpacking oh. presents. And then there are small oh. shit that I would just think it's like part of the bag. It's kind of like that paranoia yeah. where, where for, for me at least, I basically have to, right before I close my door like when i'm leaving the apartment right before i close it i need to make sure just reassure myself okay i have my key in my bag and only then can i close it and then after i've closed it i'm like wait but do i have my key and then you need to check it again before i can be Mm. like okay i have my key i can get back into the house i can go wherever it is i'm going mine's with but it's this yeah. it's this paranoia with gas yeah, i just can't with gas like i can't overthink oh gas the because i always feel like the gas is on oh yeah i have the same thing where i have to before i sleep i have to check if it's off because one time i think in our house my grandpa left it on once and then i think it actually like um when i woke up in the morning my parents they were opening all the windows because the gas there was just the gas smell in the house but we lived in a pretty big house back then, so I think it didn't reach our bedrooms or our doors were closed or whatever. But since then, I I would always have to check if the doors are locked and the gas is off. That's scary because one flame yeah. somewhere in the vicinity and everything could have gone up. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And my grandpa smokes, so, oh, you know, <laughs> right. it could have been, it could have happened. But I'm not even sure because... It's quite an old memory, so I'm not sure how accurate it is. But, but it, you, you definitely have some then, trauma have that has stayed with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think some very minor OCD. I have to do that with lo- uh, doors as well. When I leave the office, I lock the doors, and I turn the handle like three times, it, like it's locked. And I say, okay, and I go down the flight of stairs, and I say, no, wait, I have to check again. <laughs> I go up again, and I check again to make sure it's locked. But it's really, really annoying. Right. But okay, anyway. so you have some more for Next us, story. right? Yes, so I'm not sure. So this one actually, it's a little similar to the first one, but we'll see. We'll see how you okay. how you guys do. And it reminds me of um, Angela's 
Angela's one that she just shared. Um, but anyway, a dead body is found at the bottom of a multi-story building. Seeing the position of the body, it appears evident that the person jumped from one of the floors, committing suicide. A homicide detective is called to look after the case. He goes to the first floor and walks in the room, facing the direction in which the body was found. He opens the window in that direction and flips a coin towards the ground. Then he goes to the second floor and repeats the process. He keeps on going, no, he keeps on doing this until he reaches the last floor. Then when he climbs down, he tells the team that it is a murder, not suicide. How did he come to know that it was a murder? He... And none of the, oh, never mind. Yeah, please go ahead. He flips a coin? Uh, yeah, so he basically goes to each floor. He opens the window and he, he just flips a coin towards the ground. So he like flips it outside the window. Does it have to do with the way the the coin fell, like the way it landed? The sound of the coin no. dropping. Mm. The side of the coin. How many circles the coin turned? Nope. But like, if they called a homicide detective, like obviously it's gonna be a homicide. Like they wouldn't even have called him <laughs> if they didn't already yeah. think it was. I mean, let's just say they called a police officer. Yeah. Um, is there some hint you can give us? Yes, the hint is that there is a red herring in this story. What's a red herring? Kind of a, like a misleading bit yes. of evidence. So one of the facts that you have does not help you, but it only misleads you or the kind coin. of distracts you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let me read the important bits again, okay? Yes, please. Okay. So what does the, what does the detective do? Keeping in mind the coin is, is a, a red, red herring. herring. Yes. Yes, so he goes to the first floor and walks in the room facing the direction in which the body was found. He opens the window in that direction and flips a coin towards the ground. Then he goes to the second floor and repeats the process. He keeps on doing this until he reaches the last floor. Then when he climbs down, he tells everyone it was a murder and not suicide. Uh, he found something going on on the last floor. No. He didn't find anything interesting. He climbs down. He climbs down. No. <laughs> he climbs down, yes. Something about opening the windows. Mm, getting hotter. Oh, one of the window was open already. What does that mean, though? It means that that person died from, like, jumped from that. Yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't really tell you whether it was murder or not, because... If it was suicide, then could have just as well. But what did, what did the police do when they went to each floor? Open the window and flip a coin. Stood in, yes. the, in the stood in the direction the body was facing. Opened the window. Yes. So what does this mean? Oh, that not all the windows face in that direction. Mm, no. no. The police is the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> How does he know which direction? Uh, I can't. Oh, do you want to know the answer? Yes. No. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> does not have to do uh, okay. with direction. Let's... And does not have to do the coins. What does he repeat in each, on open each floor? Open the window. Yes. And what does this mean? What does opening the So the windows are closed. Yes. All the windows are closed. Yes. And so oh. it means someone must have... Closed it. Yes. Good oh, job. so dumb. <laughs> it was right there. Right there. And it's so similar to the first one where someone had to rewind. Yeah. Someone had to close the window if they were all closed. But yeah. I mean, technically, someone okay. else could have 
a random person could have closed the window without looking down. But for the purpose of this riddle... Or like, just the wind, like, the the airflow could have just closed it as well. Yeah, yeah, I guess it depends on the window, kind of window it is. Okay. But yeah, you, you still want to do... Yeah. I still have two more if you're up for them. I am so up for them. <laughs> okay, so this next one actually is one I remember from my childhood. And yeah, it was... I think it was one of my favorites, but um, or it's the most memorable I had. So a man is found hanging from the ceiling of a room in the middle of a desert. So imagine there's a house in the middle of a desert. It's completely empty with nothing in it except for a man who is hanging from the ceiling. And he's hanging a meter above the ground. But we know for a fact he was not murdered, but it was suicide. How did he do it? He had a super tall chair. But you said... The, Where's the chair? The room's empty, you said. The room is empty, yes. Was there, like, a beam, like, by the ceiling that he could have, like, thrown the rope over and kind of used, like, a pulley system thing? Um, no, it was just a simple rope. Just a noose. He climbed up the ceiling and then jumped down. <laughs> He's Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, no. There's a bed. He climbed upon the up the bed. It's it's There's an empty. Absolutely no furniture. <laughs> it's empty. Completely empty. He has wings. Nope. Spider pig, spider pig. <laughs> does I think Angela lost. Spider pig does. Lost interest. Okay, I'll give you guys a huge hint. Okay. Okay. When they found him, at the bottom of where he was hanging, they also found a puddle of water. He peed. Nope. Oh, he put an ice cube. Yes. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. Oh my gosh. Isn't it always like that cliche in stories where it's like, ooh, I bet it was an ice, like um, a dagger made of ice. And then that's why there's no, like there's that, there's that Sherlock Holmes episode where it's the, um, I forget what it's called, but the invisible, oh, the invisible man with the invisible knife. And it's like the guy like went to shower and suddenly he was bleeding out from having been stabbed. And then he like mm. it was it was that episode of Sherlock where they filmed it in your university in England, Lena, like the sign of three oh, at the wedding. At the wedding. Yeah. Where it's like, Mr. Holmes, Mr. Holmes. What if what if it was the invisible man with the invisible knife like that thing? Because somebody was like, what if the dagger was made of ice? Oh, I have to rewatch it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, you have one more for us, right? I have one more for you. And it's. I think we probably have to cut some of that out just to make the episode shorter. But final riddle. On a dark, stormy night, a man who owned a casino invited some friends for a visit. The men all placed their money on the table right before the lights went out. When the lights came back on, the money was gone. The owner wanted to discover who stole the money, so he put a rooster in an old, rusty bucket. He told everyone to get in line and touch the bucket, one at a time, when he turned the lights off. He said that the rooster would crow when the robber touched it. After everyone touched it, the rooster hadn't crowed. Then the man told everyone to hold out their hands. After examining all of the hands, he pointed out who the robber I was. Know. How did he know who stole know, the money? I know, I know, I know. 
You know? Okay. It doesn't crawl, but it pecks. So the person was too scared, so he didn't put his hand in. That is very close. It's the same logic. I'm just confused why the rooster would crow. Like, like what does that have to do? How is that connected to the person having stolen the money? Like, does it smell something on there, the... There's no like, rooster. It, it just doesn't make any sense. What? There's no rooster. But there might be, like, stuff in it. But if you already know that you'll feel guilty, so you wouldn't put your hand in, so your hand is the only hand that doesn't have that stuff on it, so you would be the person. Yes. Oh. That is very, very right. So, Julia, your point is correct, too. It's The rooster doesn't know whether you stole it or not. Aha. But the robber, he is just, he feels guilty, or he feel, he's paranoid that if he touches the bucket, then the rooster would crow, and then, you know, for whatever reason, the rooster might know, Then so he's scared. Ha. But what the real trick was the rust on the bucket. So whoever touched the bucket, because it was super rusty, they would have, you know, rust on their hands, which is similar to what Angela said. Let's just, we can assume it's, you know, with paint or whatever on the bucket. And then, or glitter or something like that. Glitter! So, yeah, let's glitter, just say it's glitter. Glitter is perfect for something like that because you can never get rid of glitter. <laughs> and whenever it you stays touch with glitter, you. it's all over you. It's like you touch glitter yeah. with your fingers, but it's all over you. It stays yes. with you till the day you die. It's like when you're at the beach and when you get back home, you still find sand in places forever afterwards. Mm. I still have sand in my one of my bags. <laughs> but that's it. That's all the stories I have. Now, Lena, yes? you told us that you have some news that you wanted to tell us on the pod. Yes, that's true. I may did not figure you may, out. You may know now. Okay. Yeah, so I already told a lot of people, but I didn't tell you guys because I wanted to sort of get your Okay, reactions. but you said you're not pregnant, right? nothing crazy. <laughs> no, I'm not pregnant. No, I'm sad. <laughs> no, but I'm moving. I'm moving to Kyoto. See, I knew what? it. I, I said I, you were moving. What do you mean you're moving I, I, That to was Kyoto. one of my guesses. Yes, after you guessed like 10 things. Sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> but you're moving to Kyoto. Yeah, so probably because uh, my current house um contract ends in june end of june so i'm gonna have to move before then okay and i mean that's really cool because i'm guessing you're gonna get to still use the van right yeah yeah of course that means um, that you're change. closer to a lot more spaces that you can exactly. visit that you are kind of too far away from right now hakone. that's so cool i mean i'm actually very close to hakone now <laughs> so i'm gonna be far from hakone but I'll be close to a lot of places I haven't been I to. Hakone it's actually in Kanagawa Prefecture, which is the same one I'm currently living in. So, yeah. I'm so happy for you because I think, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen every bit of Japan, but from the cities I've visited, that is, it's a really nice city. And I think, it, yeah, it's my favorite. I really liked visiting it. Yeah, you're going to have to come visit again. I have to, yes, definitely. Yeah, but. Anyway, that that was my little news. With that... With that, the episode ends. Yes, with that, we shall conclude our first episode of The In-Between. Ah! <laughs> Yay! Okay, see you guys at the beginning of next week for a new case. Next time, it will be Julia telling us a European case. Look forward to it. So be there. <laughs> <laughs>
Be there for that. Be there. Be square. Support Julia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bye. 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 Bye.